Welcome to what's new on the scene. We're back for the fifth season of the podcast. And in the first episode back, I'm talking to Snowfish, who you may remember were the first ever interview for the podcast. So welcome back to Jordan, Sol, and Caitlin. Thank you. Hello. Howdy. Hey. So as it is almost two years since the band was first interviewed for the podcast, how has the band grown since that time? Um, well, I started growing facial hair. <laughs> um, and I feel like we've all started we a lot of us have broadened our horizons and like the music we're listening to, and I feel like it's definitely influenced the way that we write our music now. Especially the the album that we released, The Monster Upstairs, uh, was like very heavily influenced by our listening of even years before we formed the band, like My Chemical Romance, Muse radiohead we, we've been listening to them for a long time and they were all like key influences but since then our newer writing has been influenced by we've kind of gone our separate ways explored different artists i think everyone's formed a more definitive taste at the start we were all very much uh in that shared alternative rock space and now i think everyone has uh you know got their uh broader um depths of what they listen to i think your soul listens to a lot of japanese rock and and whatnot Taeyeon is a lot of hip-hop. For me, I listen to like a lot of pop as well as, you know, um, still lots of rock music as well. So I think it's kind of um, more so with the first album was emulating, um, you know, those uh, bands that we grew up listening to. I think now we're sort of bringing all our influences together and, and seeing what comes out of that. Has the band's genre changed as you are writing more music and particularly with your debut album? I think our genre isn't really changing all that much because I feel like we kind of take in all those influences and I feel like even with the last music we took in our influences and we made our own thing we we filter it through ourselves I think yeah and even even when we do like live covers of songs we never try to copy the the studio recording of that song we flip our own effect on it and I feel like that shows in our writing as well has there been any defining moments for the band in the past year? I think the release of the album really like put a, a nail in the coffin of that um, early years era of the band. I think that was a massive milestone uh, for us to finally get that out after working on it for like five, yeah, five, five solid years of work from like, from absolute, like the, the band wasn't even formed yet. We, me and Sol were just writing a few songs together. Then Kalen got brought in, we started gigging started recording in a, like a real studio and like all those things and then finally like get the full album out from our first single to then the tracks we were recording about this time last year um it was a huge milestone to just reach that point and go okay i think we achieved all of our initial goals here what are we gonna do next what music have each of you been listening to recently Solomon. um well the past couple of days the uh the new lemon twigs album called everything harmony yeah i've still got to listen it to that. just came out and but I think we're all big fans of the Lemon Twigs, so I was pretty excited for the new album to come out. Uh, I probably just because, like, people my age listen to a lot of hip-hop, I started listening to it more and more, and I kind of found artists that I really liked, like, not really underground people, but big names like Kendrick and Tyler, and I've even seen both of them live, and they're, they're amazing performers. Yeah, I've been listening to, like, a shit ton of 70s and 80s music at work with Me the too. old boys. Because you can't at work if you're working with the old boys. You can't put on anything past, like, 1995 or it'll just be shunned. So I've got, like, a massive playlist of 
it's a 600 song strong playlist of of just work 70s 80s bangers which i think is good because uh there's a lot of good stuff going on in that era of music a lot of um like cool orchestral and harmonic stuff that was just the standard back then it's yeah. so different to now ELO. <laughs> are there any new bands that are becoming you know your influences that you haven't thought of before and now you've listened to their music and you thought that like new something bands. That you want to add yeah so like, bands like that you bands. haven't heard of before okay that we that new bands that we were only recently discovered geez who I feel like i've heard them all i don't know if i can think of it like a new one that um that we've discovered who who is there i need to look at my spotify I need to look. I need to <laughs> yeah i i consume so much music it's all <laughs> you know what you know what i can say i say i rediscovered my chemical romance after seeing them live because i they've been one of those bands that's just been around forever and always been a, a big influence and probably a big reason in why i even do this um but when we saw them live that was such a full circle moment because obviously when i got into them they'd only just broken up like you know eight nine years ago and then they got back together and then they were going to play and me and soul were going to go see him in 2020 but then the pandemic hit like that week it all got pushed back and um you know ruined and then finally that like what a month ago we got to see them and it just blew my mind it was like um it, it brought back a lot of the reasons that they influenced me to begin with uh kind of got reinstated i think and it was a good thing i probably needed it put me back on the righteous path um yeah so i say i a new uh a new discovery of an old band that I've always loved. What is your go-to album or song that each of you are listening to? Currently? Yeah. Or what album? Someone else, I'll come back to me. Okay, I'll answer the song part of the question. And and following on from what I previously said, My Cam's Return single, The Foundations of Decay, put out about a year ago as well. I don't think I've stopped listening. I just listen to it like every day. So I'm going to go quick, quick um well i've been watching the walking dead recently and there's a song called mr Splitfoot, which is was in a trailer for the walking dead and it's a really good song been listening to that a lot all right and i'm gonna go with frank sinatra's compilation nothing but the best <laughs> i i went through like two weeks why are you 70 <laughs> he's so good he's got so many good no no, songs. no no that's fair it's fair yeah I, I i listen to the compilation album that's meant to be like the best of the best frank sinatra and it really is and like i i love it <laughs> i went through two weeks right it was all i listened to strangers in the night <laughs> you know bangers has the band's creative and recording processes changed and do you have any advice for new bands or artists wanting to refine their songwriting and producing skills? I think for the album tracks, definitely, we got a really rock solid process together of everything was scored out, then we jammed it out, fleshed it out a little further, and then we put it into a demo, really got all the elements together, and then we went to the studio. But I think we're starting to take more of a a performative approach like recently at the cambridge gig that we played we jordan had an idea for a song we'd probably listen to it a few times and then day of we kind of scrapped it together (laughs) and because we've just been dying to to get new songs written finished and eventually released yeah we um we just sort of thought it would be fun to throw a new one in there and sort of road test it so to speak see how it goes and see what parts got the high energy, what parts you need to keep working on. And since we already have like the the, the main set is pretty rock solid with most of the first album tracks and, and the other stuff we play in there. 
uh, it was good to sort of shake that up a bit and play something fresh. I think in terms of advice um, for other bands or bands who haven't recorded in a studio before, just be super organized with your with your shit because you only get so long. I mean, unless you're on a big budget and you're in there for weeks, we like record like at a rate of about one song or more per day. Uh, and we have to because we don't have, you know, unlimited resources to be there forever. We need to make the most of our time. Yeah. So we walk in there with like full set of stems and, um, you know, the te- we know the tempo, we know the key, we know all our parts off by heart. We know all the guitar parts, all the vocal harmonies. We've practiced them. We know exactly what they are. We have, you know, and that just saves so much time um, to, to then let you get to the stage towards the end of the day when you've done all the grunt work and then you can really get experimental in that last half of the day. Especially if you're working with a producer. Or like, even if there's layers that you thought you would use, they might say, get rid of that, change that and come up with something better. Working with a producer in the studio, I think. You want to make sure you have the time to like... Let them shine. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and piss, yeah, we're yeah. pissed off off. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they really are that final set of ears to make sure that nothing is bad. They're the quality, <laughs> they're the quality barrier. Bad. They're the yeah. quality barrier. That's what a good producer should be. That's what we've had with Jack. I think he's he's very successfully gotten rid of all our poor ideas and and made sure they didn't make it onto the final record. Um even a song title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as even stuff like a song title that normally a producer wouldn't even have any say on. He just, you know, shares his opinion and we go, you know what, mate, I think that is correct. That's the correct opinion. We'll we'll make amends to that. Um and at the end, at, once it's all released, you're glad, you know, that you did and you gave yourself that time to um, to make those changes. Because once once it's, you know, released, that's forever. So don't rush. Don't rush. Have everything pre-prepared and then uh, give yourself the best chance of uh, being able to be organized in the studio. Who would you say has given the band the best advice about succeeding in the music industry? Can I preface this question by saying, like, I think we hate the music industry. We <laughs> love music, but I like... I, I don't know if I can like think some people have, you know, get like everyone, everyone likes to share their thoughts, especially with a band like us who haven't really uh, seen that success yet um, on, in the mainstream, at least, you know, I think locally we've done well and, you know, we've gotten to a point um, and we're currently looking at how we're going to get past that point. So we've heard a lot of opinions about, you know, uh, I think the best advice that we've received just from generally anyone is that we need to get out of the area we're currently in and move, you know, at least to, to Sydney or internationally interstate and just expand our, our reach. Because I think we have seen that we have the ability to win over an audience when we play shows and there's people there. So the question is, how do we play more shows in more places with more people there is what we're currently working on. Yeah, 100%. Who would you say have become the most influential people, I guess, recently to allow you to pursue your career in music? um our dad has never missed a show he's been at every single gig so you know that's why i said recently to someone i said at least at least we'll always be playing to at least one person we'll never be playing to no one what would you say you've done over the past year or so to make sure that the band's been able to record your album and release it and play as many shows as you as you've been able to but then also have time together as a family and as brothers without worrying about the music oh uh, well i think it all comes from this guy we know me and soul know him quite well he's got long black hair and a seedy goatee and <laughs> and jordan he he just puts in so much effort like we would not be where we are today without jordan's like just confidence in like emailing people <laughs> like it sounds small but like i 
I'm not that organized to just like send out ballsy emails and actually organize stuff and deal with the the people that you have yeah. to deal with. Dealing with people is so hard, but it's necessary. Um, and yeah, Jordan and his ability to email people and he gets into the nitty gritty that Solomon and I kind of get to turn a blind eye to, which I, I try to help out, but <laughs> like I can only do so much. Nice. Jo- Jordan is the driving force behind. It's, all, a, it's all a dirty job. Stuff. It's a dirty job emailing and, and talking to people, but someone's got to do it. Um, I think that, uh, what's the question again? Who, who, who stays focused? Yeah, I think it's important. I like to shield the others from that as well. I like to just uh, deal with that and deal with people and, and make sure that the stuff's happening for us and everyone's staying motivated. And I don't want the band. I don't think that uh, managing the band is very fun at all. I wouldn't, I don't know why anyone would enjoy it. Um, <laughs> like I know some people manage bands for a living. I don't know how you could possibly do that, but um, like I do it out of a necessity. And um, I like to be able to shield the, the other boys from that and just keep, uh, keep everything focused on the music and it being fun and, and interesting and feel like we're always progressing forward in some way. I think that's I think that's the most important um uh goal out of the the role that that I play in that regard. He really big brothers us. <laughs> <laughs> Fulfills his duty. Does the band have any interesting hobbies that you either do individually or as a family? Now, these two right before we started the interview tried to tell me not to say this, but it's not too I've, late. <laughs> I've recently been playing a lot of golf. It's fun. I, I've, I've been enjoying golf recently. I don't know if I'll stick with it and enjoy it for, for God knows, the rest of my life until I'm old and wrinkled. But well, That's golf. when you're meant to get into golf. <laughs> when, not now. I, 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 I and, and you're playing golf. You're like a 70-year-old trapped in a 17-year-old, 18-year-old's body. Uh, what have you guys been into? Um, laying around, being in the lake. Yeah, I'd say my dog is my hobby, honestly. Um fell asleep on the lounge last night and I woke up and she was like spooning me <laughs> but she'd also chewed lots of stuff up in the house as well so she'd gone and done that and then anyway yeah where you yourself also fostering dogs oh uh, yeah 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 fostering dogs too I recently um well my girlfriend is the the driving force of that I, I've just I just live there and, and you know play with them sometimes and stuff but we, we've had we just had our sixth foster dog come in and out um this guy actually was going to Get, get put down that day we went and picked him up from the pound that day and then the family that that just adopted him they like in love with him we recently saw some photos of them like being super happy with him so that's a really uh little rewarding side quest of my life um and i guess my most interesting hobby is uh trying to develop my own game and yeah that's about it what are the three albums that each of you would leave in a time capsule for future generations to discover Oh, oh. Well, we'll put our own in there. We'll, we'll, do, one, we'll do one. <laughs> we should put our own out. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I'll, I'll 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 be the um the person who puts our own album in there for the future generations because got to do that. That uh, so are, we, are we doing three each or three together? Three together total. That will be nine total. If okay. Well, it's got to be uh, OK Computer by Radiohead. Mm, that's a good. Pick. Well, now that my picks and hard, Absolution <laughs> by Mew. You know you got to do it. Well, now that's three all up, and I didn't get a pick. You, you have to pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's forcing my hand. Or Don't throw in a Frank Sinatra. I, yeah, I won't say Frank Sinatra, even though I really, really want to. And we have the chance here to influence the future generation of music. <laughs> what would I want people to hear? I don't know. I, I don't want to go with rock again, because, you know. Actually, true. You want to go with the classical. 
<laughs> we really yeah, want to maybe, to flourish. maybe we need a bit more variety of style i would say maybe thriller thriller by michael jackson yeah that's a that's a respectable choice that is a great album so we're going with the monster upstairs <laughs> um what do you pick okay computer. okay computer yeah, thriller. thriller do you have any interesting stories about meeting celebrities or famous musicians we really haven't really to. met that many famous musicians if we had, we might be in a better place right now. We might, you know, <laughs> like, might have actually gotten somewhere. I think the, famous... the closest I've ever come is I met a, a woman and she, I don't remember how we started talking, but she she just started talking to me about how I play guitar and that she is like good friends with Tommy Emmanuel. And I think he's meant to be playing very soon in Newcastle and Sydney. And Tommy Emmanuel, amazing artist. Maybe you should hit that, that woman up again. I think she gave me her email, but this was like years ago. Email. <laughs> I, I was like, well, I'll email. Like, apparently, I do the emails. I was probably like fourteen years old, and I was like, "This is the closest I'm ever getting." <laughs> <laughs> what would you say has been your favorite gig so far? Hmm. It's got to be one of the Cambridge shows we've done. One of our headline shows in the warehouse. Well, the last one was pretty epic, and the- it's fresh in the memory. I'd say, yeah, uh, we did our biggest collaboration yet. With Steer, uh, oh yeah, when we brought up Steer to play their song that they never play, Final Days, and uh, and played Ghost as the outro, like with their whole band on stage, I think that might be the most fun I've had on stage. Just those those two songs really uh, um, clocked off my uh, Cambridge Hotel experience. Yeah, that one will live on in the memory. I'm also gonna say a weird one. We did a uh, a radio performance, and we did a Friday I'm in Love cover. Oh, you enjoyed that? And I really, I really, really enjoyed that. It was like a Friday, 8 a.m., Triple M. Like, yeah, and like, and that, that sort of felt like the big timer and like a big skyscraper. Yeah, I, I just really loved the, they, they gave us pretty bottles of water. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're living the rock star life. Rock star life, yeah. And then, uh, I don't I yeah, I enjoyed that. I was like, I wouldn't say I in, in, enjoyed the performance because I was probably like, you know, um, stretching my hand. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, um, but yeah, it was a cool experience for sure. What would you say is the band's favorite venue to play at? Mm. I don't want to say the Cambridge anymore because they're it's getting knocked down. So we be pretty lame if, if your favorite venue no longer exists. So we've got to pick somewhere else. Somewhere timeless. Mm. Um you know what? It's it's to be decided. We'll let you know in the next interview where our favorite new favorite venue is. Yeah, and so the, answer, the answer will be Wembley Stadium. It ends with arena or stadium. Yeah, so <laughs> Keep posted. So how was that final gig at the Cambridge Hotel before its closure? And I guess what sort of memories will you take away from gigs that you've played there over the years? I would say uh, just the talking to people after the Cambridge, like playing at the Cambridge is, is always... random people backstage. Like, you yeah. Come in and it's just you and the other bands. And then suddenly after you play, there's all these random people hanging around backstage. Yeah, because... At one of our other Cambridge gigs, I was like 17 in school and some guy was like, I'm a teacher and I'm smashed watching you guys play. You guys were awesome. (laughs) I was like, man, I wish this was one of my teachers. (laughs) What was the timeline for recording and releasing your debut album, The Monster Upstairs, and how has it been received by your fans? It was a long drawn out process, I think, and it needed to be because it was our first um you know everything was the first time like the the final song on the album ghost that was the first song we ever recorded in a studio 
I'd say June 2020, we recorded Ghost. For, that was the first time we'd ever like, done anything in a studio. And then uh, then in January 2021, we, we did Middle Name and Chemicals. And then in October 2021, we did uh, from Bone From Within and Maybe. And then in January, March, and May of 2022, over the course of days, we recorded all the other tracks. We did um, The World Is Burning Down, The Monster Upstairs, Scream, Scream, The Showman, Astronaut Song, and Trapped. Uh, oh, we recorded Astronaut Song with Burn From Within and Maybe, I think. He's correct. That's correct. We Astronaut Song has actually been recorded for a long time, but we never heard it until we got all the album tracks back, like... Yeah, um, it never got mixed. August last year. Yeah, Jack was just sitting on it. He was just sitting on it. So I, yeah, you just reminded me that's actually been recorded for a long time. And we just never heard. So it feels like newer, but it's actually not. I feel like I could play it better. We might have to re-record it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's, it's, I think it's good. Um, tough to come by a nylon guitar anyway. Well, yeah, that was just some random beat up nylon guitar that was sitting in that small little Kuji studio. And I just picked it up and I was like, we're using this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh quickly tuned up and just I I'd been sitting on that one for a while. I wrote it in one lonely afternoon. Lonely. What is the band's dream venue in Australia and also overseas? Wembley Stadium, dream big. That's the dream. <laughs> Why not? Right? Why would you dream for like to play in like a pub? <laughs> Whose dream is that? You know? Yeah, I'm sticking firm with Wembley. What are and you guys? In Australia, I don't know if I can decide between Enmore Theatre and Kudos. Kudos Enmore has like a really good like energy to it because it's so like packed in. That's true. But St- Kudos, stadiums can be too big. Kudos Arena Bank Arena, I think. Is it still called that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's gotta be the dream value because we have big dreams of like big production on our stage. We we want all the theatrics, we want a big planned out show with a big budget where we don't even make a profit. <laughs> so the same as now yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not making a profit but on a bigger scale is a dream what does the rest of the year look like for the band i think we the goal is to get back in the studio by the end of the year and record something we're not sure what that is right now because we're still working on our ideas figuring out what we want the second album to be like we've got plenty of songs you know that we could walk in tomorrow and record but it's like why would we i don't I'm so satisfied with how the first album turned out that I really don't want to go back in until I'm like dead sure of the direction for the new album, uh, which there will be a new album. We are just figuring out what it's going to be and how we can make it really great. We stand in unison on this. <laughs> Is there any mu- new music coming soon that you may release as like a single? That's the big question, really. I think leading on to that, it's like what, so when we, you know, kind of get, some songs together and go these are all going to work together what is the best one to introduce that new sound like what after especially after dropping a debut album the next single that you put out after that has got to be badass and so we're still figuring we're still uh, in the i'd say that's what we're currently doing we're in the process of figuring that out we're all working ideas bringing new songs together jamming them um so i'd say that that might be the next thing that you see from us or another christmas special yeah, hopefully we get that out before the next Christmas special. Maybe, right? maybe a Halloween special. Two, yeah. yeah, maybe whatever the next public holiday is, we'll just slap a little demo recording together and chuck it on our Instagram. What is a song or album that you would recommend for the podcast listeners to check out that's been released by a band or artist from the local music scene? 
final days <laughs> by steer. They would hate that we say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Solomon, you go. Um, I gotta think. Let me let me have All a right. quick squeeze out my. I've I've got mine. Um, background by Soda Simulator is legitimately one of my favorite songs. <laughs> it's 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 amazing. I would I would highly recommend you checking it out. I'm sticking with Final Days. Um, I don't know. I'm very un- indecisive. What about um? What about Unpretty? Oh yes. Yes. Um, check out Unpretty. Shame. They got Shame. Two songs out: Shame and Untitled, and they're banging. Oh well, it's been great catching up with Snowfish again. Um, I hope everyone's still listening to your album and your upcoming gigs. I'm sure people will be turning out for them after the reception that you got at the Cambridge for your final gig there. So thanks very much for the rest of the year. And it's been great catching up. Make sure to follow what's new on the scene on Spotify and you can follow it on Instagram. New episodes will be coming soon. So keep an eye out on socials for the upcoming episodes. We've been what's new on the scene. See you next time. Mm -hmm.